The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What is up, Packers fans? Welcome to yet another edition of For Cheddar or Worst, Acme Packing Company's podcast covering the good and the bad surrounding your Green Bay Packers. Um, I am your host, Chris Burke, joined alongside my co-host, uh, Lindsay Hansen. Uh, Lindsay, you know, Packers are at home for the first time in a month, but uh, things aren't going so hot for them. How are, how, how are things in your neck of the woods? <laughs> um. Things are not going great for the Packers. They lost to the worst team. Um, it was humiliating. And I will say I am so glad I did not spend hundreds of dollars on a ticket to that game because I would have been even more pissed ha- having to sit there and watch that horror show. Uh, but it's, you know... It's it's freezing here. It's literally like 25 degrees today, and we're supposed to get anywhere from like 10 to 14 inches of snow. So it's, you know, I guess it's perfect Packers football weather for tomorrow, but I'm still not a fan of the cold, so... (laughs) Yeah, it's, you know, it's one of those, the, the calendar's definitely turned. So I'm, for reference, Lindsay's way out west in Colorado. I'm not, I'm, I'm actually in the Fox Valley. So I'm like literally half an hour from Lambeau Field. Uh, forecast for tomorrow's game right now. I'm pulling it up. Uh, high of 40, low of 30. Uh, it's a noon kickoff. So it'll probably be somewhere in probably the 35 area. Tundra getting close to frozen, but not quite. Uh, so that's, you know, when you got an indoor team like the Vikings, maybe that's an advantage, but we don't know how this young core is going to do. Yeah. Uh, speaking of spending money on horrible football games, I, I've told the story on other podcasts before, but I did spend a bunch of money when the Packers played the Saints in 2017 at Lambeau. I was the game after um, Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone against the Vikings, ah. ironically enough. And I saw uh, Brad Hundley throw for 29 yards. That <laughs> I, if I had to pick a point between the two, I st- honestly probably still would have picked the Broncos game because at least they had a shot. Um, Aaron Jones had one long touchdown run against the Saints. The rest of the game was even bigger dumpster fire. So uh, just to kind of give some perspective. But the Saints weren't as horrible of a team as the Broncos are. This is also true. Drew Brees was still (laughs) playing at the time. So that is also very true. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Last last time the Packers lost to that bad of a team was in 2018 against the Cardinals, you know, Mike McCarthy's last game. So uh, just to kind of give some perspective to that. So let's just briefly – Gloss over um, that that pathetic showing again. Uh, the first half issues continued. Uh, they were shut out at the half yet again. Uh, they cannot they put played... together a full team or a full game. 
No, they, you know, they, they put it together a little bit later, gave fans a little bit of a hope, which I guess shame on us for getting hopeful. Um, then just, yeah, the defense, went, they actually came back, took the lead. Uh, then the defense gives up a long play. The Packers get the ball somewhat close to field goal range. There's a penalty, and then Jordan Love throws up a heave, ends up in an interception. Uh, Packers lose their third game in a row. And, you know, that's that's the other point. The next, next point I want to get to is Jordan Love's hero ball. You know, the, the issue I get is the young quarterback, so this is not necessarily a burn on him. Um, but getting better at the end of the game, getting smarter, um, is definitely something he's got to get better at. Uh, you know, it's, he, he's not seeing, you know, that's maybe that'll come with time. Yeah. Um, but I definitely see a lot of young Brett Favre there where he's probably going to cost Green Bay more games right now, uh, than winning. The only thing you can hope for is that, you know, maybe, maybe he comes through, you know, they had the game against the Saints, so he's shown that he can do it. Um, this is a couple of games now that he's, uh, thrown, kind of, frankly, just made a boneheaded throw at the end of the game. 1000%. Yeah. I have that later on in, in the show notes too. Um, but I'll like, oh God, it's just like when I saw that, I like, just why? I don't understand. I like, he was manned to like, he was a, he was under a two man coverage. And I just like, you're not, you're not at the spot where you can make those plays, love. You're just not. No, and it's, it's like, ugh. you know, I, Matt LaFleur did seem to kind of give love a little bit of, leeway on that but i mean jordan loves deep ball i'm not telling anybody something they don't know here the deep ball's got to get better like it feels like it gets like if you look at it like in the form of a parabola like it gets to the top okay but for whatever reason that ball seems to fall like a rock and and more often than not very short of its intended target that's where he's getting into trouble i'm not sure that's something that can be corrected in season that seems to me that's more of a mechanic thing that they're gonna have to fix but i guess you know hopefully they just they just got to stop getting into those situations where it's second and long, third and long, yeah. uh, where they need that kind of chunk yardage. So obviously a very embarrassing loss. Not much more to kind of go through it. Yeah, you know, let's the, move on. Let's. That was that was yeah. that was hard <laughs> enough. Let's move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you know the, the Packers right now are going through it. You know they're kind of who we thought they were. You know we got to remember at the start of the year we knew. You know we were all saying, oh yeah, there's going to be hard times, and maybe that Saints comeback win and that big win over the Bears. Maybe made us, I'll say it again, made us a little delusional about in expectations in terms of this team. But I think frankly, this is kind of where deep down, I think we all thought they might be. Um, but the worrying factor is they're not improving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, so I'm starting to wonder, you know, obviously they're going through it with a young quarterback, which you need to do with a young, young player like that. The question now is becoming is, are they going to come out of it? Or yeah. is this something where, you know, it's, I, you know, they could end up theoretically, quote unquote, blow it all, blow it all up. But you got to have, can you really blow up wreckage? You know, kind of a thing. Like I'm like, is there anything really to blow up because they're so young? But I don't, I don't know. It's um, the arrow is clearly pointing in the wrong direction, and a big win over the Vikings would be pivoting to that. That would be a huge momentum breaker for the pack, momentum changer for the Packers. Uh, Minnesota's actually won three out of their last four after starting zero and three. So they're they're in. They're actually two and zero without Justin Jefferson, which is fairly remarkable, um, given how they don't have. We'll, we'll get a little more into that a little later on. But um, Lindsay, what do we think could go right for the Packers? Because it's uh, they're gonna they're gonna need some breaks, I think, in this one. Yeah, I mean, you know, we the first game at it's the first game at Lambeau in over a month, which just seems insane. Um, they've been on the road 
the last three weeks. And then, you know, they had their buy somewhere in there. And I really think that coming home may be what we need to turn things around enough so that we're not two and five after tomorrow. Like that's truly, if we can just win one game, then I think I'm not saying that we're, I'm not saying that we're going anywhere postseason or anything like that. I'm not delusional, but I do think that it will help these young guys get back to remembering what it's like to win. I mean, they like, I don't know. They're, they're just, when you lose so many in a row, it does get to you. Um, especially as a, you know, natural born competitors like they all are. So I really, really hope that we can pull off one win and especially against a division rival. That would be, that would be a, like you said, a motivation changer. Yep, for sure. And, you know, obviously I I was getting so excited about this and, or maybe terrified that I kind of skipped over a little bit of the news event. So obviously something just to get, you know, everyone's getting healthier. The injury report looked a lot better. So, you know, in order to get that win, they needed everybody back. Uh, looks like the only question mark left is Jair Alexander. Um, oh, yeah. he's really the only, you know, he's still, he thinks he's, he seemed confident, but he, Jair's always confident, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. He doesn't have a confidence problem. <laughs> we'll just kind of have to wait and see on that one. Um, and then I think obviously going into this game, you know, the, the main thing is, you know, the trade deadline's only a few days away. You know, there was talk a while back that the Packers could be buyers. I'm not sure they, you know, if, if they beat Minnesota, maybe they delude themselves into maybe adding some talent. But if they lose, I, I don't think they even have anything worth selling right now. So I think they would just stand pat. But, you know, I think, you know, if they if they win tomorrow, you know, could they could they potentially be buyers, do you think? What do you think, Lindsay? I, it's so hard to say, to be honest. Like, it, it really, I have, with this team, who knows? But I don't know. Yeah, it's it, you know this is this has been such a weird year. I mean, gone such as expected, a weird it's year. Also been gone kind of as expected when you think big picture, but it's also been very weird. You yeah. know, I guess that's kind of the kind of the hallmark of having a young team with a lot of unknowns. But yeah. anyway, let's get back a little bit on track here now again, since I uh, completely whiffed over that part of our show. Uh, what do we think? Uh, what else do we think could go right? Yeah. So I mean, they the Vikings don't have uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, which is obviously their biggest weapon. Um, but we may not have Alexander. So it's kind of like, you know, um, those two love to go at it. So, uh, we won't see that. We won't see that this game, uh, this, this meetup, but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, Jefferson is such a key player for them, but like you said, they're what two and, what are they with, uh, two and they, without, they haven't lost. They're two and oh. And yeah, without there's a reason him, for so. that, but unfortunately we'll save that for, we'll save that for the next part of our show. But yeah. Um, yeah, they, they have shown it, but they're clearly still in the hunt for an offensive identity, I think. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, this isn't the same Vikings team that was just killing it in every way last season. Um, but they did just beat one of the strongest teams. So we'll touch on that, um, in a little bit too, but, um, so another like Packers pass rush, we could, 
cause some trouble for Cousins. Um, if we can just get him off his spot and feel, uh, get him feeling rushed. Um, that's when he tends to, I mean, he's doing, he's having a really good season though, all things considered. So, um, that is one thing that could go right, but it's also if we, we need to work together on the line to make sure that we're, um, you know, I guess, uh, shaking him, uh, enough to make those mistakes, but, yeah, I mean, Cousins, which I just side note, Cousins, um, I fell in love with during the quarterback show. Like, I love him mm-hmm. so much, and it's really hard for me to love a Vikings player, but he's such yeah, a good guy. Yeah, and yeah, I, I mean, love I, his I, wife. He's got, he, I sh- he's got some beliefs that he shares with the last Packers starter. Um, we won't get into that too much, but I mean, he's not over the head scumbag about it. You know, he's not, he's not shoving that down our throats, which I mean, people can believe what they want. But I mean, Kirk's just that goofy dad. I mean, yeah. he's and I, he takes a lot of unnecessary crap. And I, a lot of Packers fans still put him in the same category as a Jay Cutler, which is so unfair. No. Um, no. When I was talking to people about Jordan, they're like, "Hey, how do you know? How do you think Jordan Love's going to be? What does he need to be? Blah blah blah." I said, "Jordan Love just needs to be Kirk Cousins." And everybody's like, "He's terrible." I'm like, "No, he's not." I said, yeah. "If we can get Jordan Love to be Kirk Cousins, Green Bay would be off and running." Well, Jordan Love isn't Kirk Cousins right now. He's more Jay Cutler, but that's. You know, that, that can change. He's still, he's still, he's still a baby. Um, yeah, for sure. So it's, uh, but I mean, I, I think a lot of people just, uh, Kirk Cousins is also my fantasy quarterback just to show belief on that. And I'm, I'm, I'm one in six, but that's by no means him. Um, that's called me being a poor fantasy football player, <laughs> um, but it's, uh, you know, I just, I really think, you know, that, but you can pressure him just like a lot of quarterbacks, you know, Aaron Rodgers is that rare one where you mm-hmm. blitz him and die. You know, kind of a thing. Yep. And, you know, you'll, you will die if you actually send the house at him. Um, you know, Cousins is like, just like a lot of other quarterbacks. You know, if you get to him, he can make those boneheaded throws and, you know, without Jefferson there, you know, there's, there's definitely some opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, and the last thing, you know, like I said before too, like this isn't the same Vikings team as last season. Um, they're not. They're not, uh, they're not great, but they're also not terrible, right? So, I mean, they, they did just beat the 49ers, um, which the 49ers are very clearly far better team than the Packers right now. So, um, it depends on, it really depends on, on if they show up tomorrow i i think they will because it's the vikings and the packers they always do um but it's also they're not they're not as big of a threat as they would have been this time last year no i mean and they've been so let's just looking at their schedule quick they they very much been a jekyll and hyde team so looking at their season they open the season close loss to tampa bay tampa bay's ended up being kind of middle of the road team uh they barely lost to the eagles you know head tip to them you know, they lost late to the Chargers. You know, they had to tr- – but the, here's the other one that gets me. You know, they barely beat the Bears. <laughs> uh, they barely – you know, they, yeah. they came back, they, you know, they had a tough time with the Chiefs. And they did struggle at a time with the Carolina Panthers, who probably are the worst team in the NFL. So they're really kind of hard to gauge. So it, it depends on which Minnesota Vikings team shows up, um, along with which Green Bay Packers team shows up. You know, if they can get second-half Green Bay offense – in the entire game, you know, maybe Green Bay might have the edge, but it's just, uh, they've kind of been really, 
I, I hate using the term bipolar because that's a little demeaning, obviously, but they've been very, they've been hot just and cold. up and down. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, they've been, you know, they're hot or cold to borrow a line from Katy Perry. Um, it's <laughs> just, I don't know which, I just don't know which team's going to show up. And until, until they kick off tomorrow, nobody knows. Exactly. And that, I think that really more than anything is going to determine Minnesota is going to dictate who wins that game just by which version of them shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, the Packers just have one side, and it's not a good side. <laughs> you know, and I think it's a conversation that I think, you know, we had this conversation in APC Slack earlier, and I hate to say this, but are the Packers, the Packers could be, you know, they, they really need to start winning some games because um, they're they're bad. They're not just young. They're bad. They're not getting better. Are they becoming, you know, this is a better detail. I mean, is the team becoming a poverty Don't franchise? Say it. I said it. Are they becoming a, you know, that's, that's, you know, if we're asking that question, you know, a lot of, a lot of questions being asked about the direction of the Green Bay Packers right now. We're going to find out their response to that tomorrow. If they're going to come out and fight or if they're going to fold. Yeah. They're just going to lay down and take it or at least put up some sort of fight. And if they could just put a full game together, like this one half, usually one quarter, that they have like that they actually come out and play is not working. They have got to figure out how to put a full game together. It's getting really painful to watch. No, and I'm I'm pretty sure Jordan Love has the top passer rating in the third quarter um in the NFL. So clearly they're doing something right there. It's like just a matter of applying that but... to the entire program and Yeah. I feel like Matt LaFleur should be smart enough to figure that out, but we are not seeing that so far. So yeah. Um, like I said, a lot of questions being asked and it's time we start getting some answers. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Well, that is it for the cheddar. We will be right back after this break with the worst. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we are back. So here's what we think could go wrong. And as the Packers have shown, a lot could go wrong. But here's just kind of a <laughs> few few quick hits here. So Minnesota's defense going into the year, we thought was going to be bad. You know, the, the Vikings were probably going to be are on their way down. Um, you know, the, to Brian Flores' credit, you know, when they brought him as – they got rid of Ed Donatello, which was a boneheaded hire to begin with. Uh, bringing in Brian Flores, you know, former Dolphins coach, uh, has paid dividends. They're actually playing a very smart defense. You know, a lot of coverage disguises, a lot of airing blitzes. And he, this is, you know, when you've got a young rock quarterback like Jordan Love, I'd be willing to bet Flores is looking his chops because he could, you know, not only confuse Jordan Love, 
but he could also confuse. How did I write? I say he could confuse and abuse Jordan Love. So, I mean, between blitzes and some of these safety disguises, um, you know, he could really make life life hell for number 10 tomorrow. Yeah, Flores loves a blitz. I will say, though, Love has done pretty all right against them this year. Um, his stats are uh the completions aren't great um so his completion rate is 54% of his passes but he has a 3-0 touchdown interception ratio in this those situations so i mean that's just a positive flair that i'm going to add to yep, <laughs> to yep. this but um you know at, we'll see i uh you know he's our O-line is, as we know, battered and bruised. Um, we do have Jenkins back, which is huge. But, um, you know, they've got a, yeah, we will, we will see. It could definitely be a, an issue for us. Thank God Jordan Love is young and, um, if he gets hit, he can, you know, he can feel all right. <laughs> yeah. Let's, we, we got to hope that because I, I do not want to see Sean Clifford right now. Um, no, the, God, no. <laughs> You know, that, you know, that's the other thing with this. You know, yes, Jordan Love has done decent. You know, his, obviously his accuracy isn't great, but his accuracy isn't great, period. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, this, the, the, uh, coverage, the mixing of the coverage, the skies and coverages, you know, that's where I'm really worried that the turnover thing for Jordan Love could continue. He's made, you know, he didn't throw, he only threw that one interception last week, but, uh, you know, this is where I really think Jordan Love could have a bad game. And this is going to be a, I think a very good test for him in terms of where's his head at? What's he seeing? You know, if yeah. you have to shred this defense apart, we can take that as a positive sign, which I'll take anything um, at this point to show a positive sign in Jordan Love's development. Uh, but that's really kind of my concern is that the uh, the interception pro- problem could uh, rear its ugly head again and c- probably could cost Green Bay the game. Yeah, like it did last week. I mean, he like just he he needs to stop being the hero. Like, don't play the hero. Get back to the basics. He, you're not like love is not, and I said it before at the top of the show, but it's worth reiterating. Like he's not at a place where he can be dropping dimes into a narrow slot on a receiver with two, three man coverage. That's insane. He can't do that yet. Like that's great if he wants to be that quarterback and all power to him. Like I would love for him to become that quarterback, he's not there yet. And making those decisions, especially, you know, last week when it was a game ending decision because he got picked and then the Broncos won because we didn't get in field goal range because of that pick. You just get back to the basics, like stop playing hero. We don't need that. We just need the chains to move we need a few touchdowns. We need to get back to what these guys know. Well, it's exactly, you know, and that's, I see a little bit of, you know, the, the throwing into coverages, you know, and this is going to be a problem with Minnesota is I see a lot of, you know, Farv in him, but I also see a little bit of bad Rogers there. Like what was the one complaint a lot of people had about Rogers outside of holding the ball too long is stop being the hero ball, move the chains, take the chunk. You know, and that's where I think Aaron Rodgers' influence probably hurts him a little bit here. Yeah. Is with the hero ball. And Brian Flores is going to know that and he's going to try and bait him into that. The trick is that LaFleur and Love are just going to have to not 
mainly love. They're just not going to have to take the bait. So yeah. uh, definitely something worth watching there. Um, you know, we were just talking about Jordan, uh, Justin Jefferson being out for two games. Um, they got a pretty good rookie, uh, Jordan Addison, uh, who dang near cost me my fantasy game last week. Uh, <laughs> really has stepped up there. And, you know, we here we go again. We got another rookie player unknown. Is Joe Barry going to be able to take to account for him? Or is this going to be something where he's going to make a few splash plays and Joe Barry's, you know, somebody's going to ask Barry, how are you going to adjust to that? And he's just going to, you know, mm. you know, you can't see me, obviously, but I'm doing the shrug. You know, like, I oh. think we all know the answer to if Barry's going to find an answer. Like, we all know that he is not capable of doing that. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's the one thing is Joe Barry has shown very little ability to adapt. I mean, I do have to give the defense some credit the last few weeks. You know, Matt LaFleur yes. is right. When you yep. allow 19 points, you should win. You know, to to their credit, they have very much been the bend-don't-break defense that we've learned to have love and hate. Um, yeah, you know, that's but fair. Gotta, but you got to also be able to generate turnovers. You know, and they, the Packers should be able to score more points. It's just the offense is flopping around like a fish out of water right now. And <laughs> yeah. And that, that that's – I'm sorry, Matt, but that starts with you, LaFleur. Um Listen. You know, I, if I if I hear another, you know, oh, I got to do better, I got to do better. I'm just going to probably end up quoting dodgeball. Cram it up your cram hole, the floor. Let's let's actually do it. Don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, so we'll just kind of have to wait and see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, Addison, he's like he's catching uh, almost seventy percent of his targets at thirteen point eight yards per catch, and he has six touchdowns. So I mean, this rookie is. You know, he's good. And, um, well, a lot yeah, of us, I mean, a lot of us saw that coming too, you know, right with the draft, you know, but it, yeah, you know, obviously we didn't think Justin Jefferson was going to miss time and he was going to get thrust into the spotlight. So when well, number 18's back, who, uh, they, they got something there for sure. Yeah. So then, you know, um, speaking of having nothing or having something, uh, Obviously, the, you know, lastly, this Packers team is extremely young, you know, and but right now they're desperate. You know, if they fall mm-hmm. to two and five, uh, how are they going to handle that? You know, when you're young and desperate, there's a tendency to panic, and yeah. that could make things exponentially worse. That's where, you know, we're going to find out the leadership on this coaching staff. Can they keep them calm? You know, and that's where I think Jordan Love, on a positive note, where his calm demeanor will help. But, you know, the demeanor might be calm, but some of the throws – seem to indicate panic. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll see, but I, I do really believe that if we don't win this one, I think it's going to be hard for these young guys to get out of that, um, that funk. I think it's, I mean, it's going to be, let's be honest, it's going to be harder and harder with each loss, right? So if we can just turn it around enough to win this game, then we can take it back week by week. Um, but they need, they need a win. They need something yep. to push them. And hopefully we get that tomorrow. Yep. Absolutely. You know, and it's one of those where. You know, I right now my my vibes on this team. If anybody's been following my socials, my, my vibes about this team have plummeted um, after that loss to Denver. I I still think this is a five. I think this is only a five win team right now. Um, losing tomorrow probably won't change that. I probably would still think five, but because you still have Carolina and Chicago on the schedule again, so I hope that's at least four. Um, and yeah, we also thought that they'd definitely beat the Broncos. So I just yep. 
I can't even. <laughs> so let's 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 do a vibe check here. Let's get into our score predictions. Uh Lindsay, I'll let you go first. Um so far all year we both have picked the Packers. Yeah. Um I I'm kinda I I think I know where I'm going with this one. How about you? Uh it really pains me to say this, especially because I know how bad we need a win. I even at home, I just don't I'm gonna predict Packers fourteen, Vikings twenty-four. You're feeling a little slightly better than me. I'm going to say Minnesota 28, Green Bay 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I don't, I, I have zero confidence in this team to get it right. Um, I cannot believe, you know, this is going to sound like such a hot take, but I have zero confidence that Matt LaFleur is going to be able to lift this team out of this. Um, I've got zero confidence in the, just in the franchise right now. And I realize this is coming off as a little bit of entitled town mindset. Um, but I just, I think they're too young right now. And I mean, this is the way the season's going to go. It's just, um, we got to realize how blessed we were folks. Um, I, I'm, I saw, I'll say it again. I'm 40. I remember barely the years before Favre. Um, Packers have been very fortunate. Everybody, everybody whines. Oh, it was only the only one, two Super Bowls with Favre and Rogers. Wah, wah, wah. But you know what? They were in it every year. And, you yeah. know, they've, they've had a three decade run of this. And I hate to say this. The check is coming due. We have been talking crap on social media to the entire fans of the division over the last several years. <laughs> now comes the time. And unfortunately, the check comes uh, due. And I think yeah. it's coming due. Uh, the positive side is I, if, you know, if the Packers are going through a slump, you know, thanks to free agency, I don't think it's going to be a decades long slumping. I say this every week. 1000%. So people will listen, but I'm going to say it every week. Um, that, you know, the, the, the dark ages don't last decades like they did. I mean, even the Jets made the playoffs, I think, not that long ago. So, you know, there's, um, there's, there, free agency, there's enough parity in the league that no team stays bad this long. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's definitely true. Um, I'm unless not the, ready unless to... the pack, unless the Packers, I want to clarify. Sorry, Lindsay. I just, unless when Mark Murphy retires in a couple of years, they get just some absolute imbecile in, um, I don't foresee it changing. Yeah. I'm not ready to throw in the towel just yet. I mean, I am, again, I'm not delusional in thinking that this is a good Packers team. It's not by any stretch of the imagination. Any way you look at it, they're just bad. Um, I don't think, I don't think we, because I do see the potential still. I do. I mean, the, the problem is that we're seeing the same mistakes being made and that's concerning for sure. Um, but mistakes are going to be made because this yep. is such a young team. Um, but I, I'm not ready to throw in the towel just yet and say that we're poverty franchise. I will say that we suck and it's painful to watch these games. Um, that's, you know, that's for sure. We have been very spoiled with, yeah. um, just incredible Packers teams over the years, quarterbacks, obviously with Farvin Rogers. Um, but I think this is going as expected and I just don't think we're going to be. I don't think we're going to be here for very long. I think it's going to be this season 
maybe a little bit into next, but I think we're going to start to see things turn around um, soon, sooner rather than later. Well, that's, you know, to, to be clear, what I think, you know, is the last few draft classes, you know, we've got to see development out of these draft classes. The 2021 class was a disaster uh, right now for the Packers. Um, last year's not, I mean, we got to start seeing like Christian Watson isn't becoming what we thought. Romeo Dobbs isn't becoming what we thought. You know, if these last two draft classes are bad, that's going to do it. That the Packers are going to have to, you know, if you whiff on two draft classes like that, you're screwed. Um, and, you know, and I do want to give Jordan Love a little bit of a pass because he doesn't have much help around him, which, you know, that's, that's the front, that's the front office's fault for not surrounding him. He needed, when you've got a young quarterback, you know, and I think that's why you they lean on veterans. Yeah. That's why I think they leaned on David Bakhtiari foolishly, I think, because, you know, they had to have known his knee was not. Hundred percent. They, I mean, they had to. They're they're professionals. Allegedly, they should have known this was a possibility. You just can't surround a quarterback with that kind of youth, and you know, it's not it's not fair to Jordan Love's development at all. Um, yeah. It's just, and you know the other things you keep mentioning the repeated mistakes. They just I want to just see improvement. Like, okay, we knew they were going to be bad this year. Okay, we just we do, but they need to start at least point the arrow in the right direction. Exactly. And that's what scares me is that we're not seeing it. They're running in place, or even in some spots going backwards um, right. and, that's an, and that is an indictment of this coaching staff uh and Matt LaFleur and you know I I feel oh he just wrote Aaron Rodgers coattails was just a convenient lazy you know criticism but I don't know maybe maybe there was something to it um you know I've I've, I've begged on Rodgers a lot but uh you know no denying that greatness and he he did carry that team for a while he he had some, in hindsight, seeing where this team is now, he had some legitimate grievances against this franchise. Um, not not going to bemoan him with that, but uh, boy, I am going on a rant. Soapbox <laughs> uh, <laughs> so moment over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, yeah. Coming up next week on Pitching with Burke. Um, <laughs> with special guest Lindsay, no. Um, it, it's frustrating. You love seeing this team, and it's just it's hard yeah. to know. Yeah. I think this is, we're in that green process, like that, that era of that golden era is more yeah. than like over and it's just coming to terms with acceptance of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, and we'll get it back. We will. It's not like this is forever. It's just in the moment. It really, it really sucks. Yeah. It's, uh, we knew this was coming, but boy, when it arrives, it's not any easier. It really, yeah. uh, it's really not. So I think we're just going to, we'll, we'll call it for, for our episode today. Uh, we'll see everybody next week, hopefully after a win. Uh, obviously this, Dad, this episode is, um, you know, woe is us, you know, hopefully, hopefully it's after a win and vibes, vibes are better next week. But, um, you know, it's like looking on the bright side of a train wreck right now. It's really hard to do. <laughs> Lindsay, you got anything you want to add? Just as always, win, lose, or draw, whether we're sucking or we're doing great, go pack, go. Go pack, go! Although it's certainly becoming no pack, no. You know, lately, <laughs> but, uh, yep, absolutely, go pack, go. Hopefully, you know, hopefully we look back at the end of the season, they ride around, and we're going to look back and like, well, look how negative we sounded. What a bunch of idiots! But you know, <laughs> that that would require a miraculous turnaround. But um, that that's football. So, thanks yeah. everybody. Uh, make sure to keep it on Acme Packing Company for all your Packers needs, podcast and otherwise. And we will see everybody next week. Uh, go pack, go! Go pack, go! See you guys next week.